Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. (laughs) It's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to another edition of Doug and Renee. Married Life. Married Life. Married Life. So for those of you who have our theme song in your head, we just wait for you to email it to us. Uh, Please. That would be nice. Because this little ditty we doing is getting a little old. The Lord is giving you our theme song and you just won't release it for whatever reason. We just bind that spirit. Just email it to us or tell us how we need to get our theme song. Yes. Go ahead and put it on an MP3 player and join the team. Yeah. Let us know. Yes. Yeah, okay. So last week we ended our discussion on... The power of words. Yes. We sealed it with a prayer. And we sealed it with a prayer to God be the glory. So this week we are going to go in that same direction and we are going to be discussing... Oh, we need drum roll. I I I can't do that. The power of agreement. Power of agreement. (laughs) Yes, that's so important in marriage to get in agreement Mm -hmm. with your spouse. And the reality of it is when you said, I do, you got into agreement with God based on his word on what it says about marriage. And you got into agreement with your spouse. And not just getting into agreement. I know we'll get to this at some point in time, but staying in agreement. Mm. We can get in agreement. That's right. But staying in agreement? That's the hard part. Shoo. (laughs) Shoo. Okay. Shoo. Okay. (laughs) Tell me how you really feel. But no, that's, that's the hard part. It's like training clients who want to get into a certain shape, Mm -hmm. you can get there, but staying there, maintenance is the hardest part. And so that's a a good segue, babe, or a good... um, That's what they call in the business, a segue. Yeah, um, that we need to stay there. Stay there. Oh, so we're not segueing into something. Else. No, no, we're we, not segueing. Oh, okay. Um, we're I was saying stay that's, right there. We're that's, not getting out of agreement. Exactly. Okay. That's a good point. I should say that you made that um, it's easy to get in agreement. Yeah. But you got to learn how to stay in agreement. And that's why it's so easy to get married. You know, because justice of peace. I'm mm-hmm. not disputing how you got married, or you know, we got married to justice of the peace. Staying married, I think that's why the divorce rate, in my opinion, why the divorce rate is so high. Right. Because we don't stay in agreement. Right. We get we got an agreement on the wedding day or the wedding or, you know, let's get married. But staying in agreement, one vision. Because when yes. you have more than one vision, you have... Division. There you go. Yes. And that was not planned. There you go. We've been married so long. Mm-hmm. I just... I was just... I was in sync with him, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you have division, division. Yes. Cash and app, Doug and Renee. A- agreement. <laughs> uh, shameless plug. Uh, agreement is unity. 
It's part of being in one mind and one accord with God first and each other. And I think that's the key thing. We all, we've talked about this over and over again in previous podcasts about selfishness and people who are selfish shouldn't get married. If you have your own agenda, then it's hard to get an agreement with somebody else because you too busy being in agreement with yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's not how marriage works. That's not how agreement works. And, and it's, I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, and it's so important to put God at the forefront front mm-hmm. of that agreement and then you two coming under subjection, under God's will and under God's word and doing things God's way. That's what makes being unified and getting in agreement so much more effective and makes it powerful and makes it possible. So you you said something interesting. Agreement as being in as being in one mind, one accord with God and each other. But how can you be in agreement with God if you don't know God's word? And and this is, you know, I'm trying to, you know, I'm just talking. If you don't know his well, word. this is a podcast. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know his word, you may pray about something and, you know, say, Lord, I want whatever it is you want. So when you pray about something, the enemy hears your prayer also. And so he may send uh, something that looks like a blessing to you or someone that looks like a blessing to you, especially to my single people. Because you're praying about a, pers- a prospective spouse, or you, you know, want to want to get married, and so you say, "Hey, Lord, you know, I want to get married." You being honest with God, but if you don't read His Word, that that's how you develop a relationship with the Lord. That's how you become get an agreement with God is to know His Word. So you may be praying about uh, Adam, but the enemy may send you somebody who looks like Adam, smells like Adam, sounds like Adam. Acts like Adam. Acts like Adam, but it's a counterfeit, mm-hmm. and he's not really Adam. And so you may think, God answered my prayer, God answered my prayer, but no, God really did not answer your prayer. I'm trying to help you out before you decide to get married to somebody who the Lord didn't send, because you you really don't know God's word, and you're, you're just going off, well, I prayed about it, and this person showed up. You, you got to go through some seasons, you got to go through some... Some heartache, some pain, some tests, some top trials and tribulations, in my opinion. And don't just be so quick to, you know, take the first Adam that comes along. Let him put him through something. Anyway. So let me, let me, let me, because I've been married to Douglas so long, let me bring us back to the power of agreement. <laughs> I'm sorry. He felt some kind of way about yeah, that. I so I, I just let him roll. Um, but going back to his original frame of thought, you got to know God's word. How could you get in agreement with God? How could you get in agreement with anybody if you don't know what you're agreeing to or what you're agreeing with? And so first and foremost is knowing God's word and knowing it for yourself. And the Bible says the study to show thyself approved, a workman that needeth not be ashamed. And so it's important for us to know the word of God and what does it say about being a wife and what does it say about being a husband and what does it say, his word say about marriage. And then once we can at least have a basic foundation understanding of the word, that's a good starting point 
to mm-hmm. us being able to get an agreement with our spouse. Now, do Douglas and I always agree? We're not saying that we agree 100% of the time. No, we do not. That is far from the truth. Um, but you need to get to that point, though, where you might have a disagreement mm-hmm. and then you let the Lord deal with you and then you come together and have a mutual understanding and then come to some agreement at some point, whether you want to or not to keep the peace in the house. Yeah. That comes with time and maturity. Mm-hmm. Yes. And discernment. Yeah. Because if you have a relationship with God, God's going to send his Holy Spirit to convict you, to uh, nudge you, and to uh, show you what you're doing wrong, what mm-hmm. what you could do differently, what you should do differently, and you need to hearken unto the voice of the Lord when he says, you know what, that thing you and so-and-so, you and John, you and Sam, you and Sally, you and Sue did not uh, agree upon, you weren't right. You were wrong. Y'all need to come together and have a conversation about it. And there's been many times Douglas and I didn't agree about something, and we we uh, parted ways for a moment, you know, not not left the house or anything like that. We just, <laughs> you know, we kind of left the conversation. Yeah, we left the conversation <laughs> right there, and we let the Lord deal with us, and then we've come back together and said, you know what? God said, this is not a good time. God says, no, that's not a good idea. God says, Renee, you were wrong. Go and tell Doug, okay, I'm going to line up with that vision or that idea. And it, Or God said, Doug, you were wrong. Well, I, listen to your wife. I can, I can only speak for when God speaks to me. Well, you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Philippians 2 and 2 says, Fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, and of one mind. And that only happens by having a relationship with God so that God can fulfill your joy and help you to be like-minded, teach you how to be like-minded. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we've been married in two, almost two weeks, yeah. 34 years. 34 years. And so... Well, we can't get an audience clap. Hey, hey, yeah, 34 years. That's him trying to whistle. (laughs) Um, So you, you made me forget we couldn't get a clap. Don't don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. I was on the roll. I'm sorry. Um, So moving right along, since since he bust up my, you wouldn't mean no, no. Oh, I don't remember what I was saying. We're talking about Team Dancer because it doesn't matter who's right. Okay, we've been married 34 years. Yay! Team okay, dancer. somebody's going to, we, we but, win as a and, team. And five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years for sure, we still wasn't in agreement. Mm-hmm. 25 years, I dare say we have matured, <laughs> matured. in the um, more recent years of our marriage. We've learned to not... Want to get our own way, like Corinthians thirteen talks about love is not, you know, one trying to get their own way, and so we are learning. Although we have moments mm-hmm. where we want our way, because you know the flesh what it wants, what it wants, and then the Holy Spirit convicts, 
And then we, um, you know, when the Holy Spirit uh, convicts, we must acquit. (laughs) 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 Trying to find a way to rhyme. That came in my head. Um, um, So anyway, I digress. I won't even say where that came from. Um, So anyway, um, it's important to have a relationship with God. Like Doug said, know God's word and be in tune to the Holy Spirit so that when you're not in line with God's will for your marriage, because God is not the author of confusion. So anytime you have confusion in your marriage and discord and disagreement that festers or goes long, because again, like we said, there is you're going to have disagreement. Mm-hmm. You're going to have moments where you know you don't like somebody else's idea or way of doing something. But if that thing festers and you continue to do it, you got to look at the root cause of that. God is not the root of that Mm because he is not the root of confusion. That's the enemy. And so that's why being in agreement is so powerful. Because once you get in agreement with your spouse, that is an indictment on the enemy's territory. That's an indictment on him when he's trying to cause confusion and strife and division in your marriage, by getting in agreement, you are much more effective against the wiles of the enemy. And so if you're thinking of, like you were just talking about, if you're not in agreement for whatever reason, my my advice to you would be call a fast. You and your spouse call a fast. If you just can't get in agreement and it seems like uh, agreement is so far from the two of you, on you can't agree on this, you can't agree on that. There was a time where Renee and I couldn't agree the sky was blue. We we just, if I said it was blue, she was like, no, it's not. It ain't blue. And I'm like, okay, I was, you know, my wife's not colorblind, so I don't know what she's looking at. That's just an example, y'all. <laughs> I'm just saying that's just an oh, example. Yeah, just an example. <laughs> but it just seemed like, you know, if you're always in disagreement and... I would say call a fast because I don't know where it's at. It's somewhere in John. I don't know if it's uh, the Gospel of John or first, second, or third John. All that's in the world is the lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, and the pride of life. So if those three things are um, hindering you from coming into agreement with your spouse, my advice to you is call a fast. And I want to add to that advice Go to counseling mm-hmm. because sometimes when you sit with a third party, a mediator, a Christian counselor, and they can hear you both sides of the story. And it's ideal if you both go because it's not effective counsel for the counselor to hear one side of the story and come to some conclusion or determination because there's always two sides of a story. So it would be um, highly recommended by the dancers. We advocate for counseling mm-hmm. that you go to a Christian counselor and sit, especially if you have uh, differences that you can't seem to reconcile and you want to get into some sort of agreement. First, you got to look in the mirror and examine yourself. Are you being selfish? Do you just want your way? Are you even listening to your spouse and trying to identify um, their side, Sila, mm-hmm. and then if you 
after doing self-reflection, if you really strongly feel like, you know what, your spouse is being the stubborn one, stubborn one being the one that's not uh, complying or flexible, then go to counseling. And that's something that you two need to agree upon. I think initially, uh, Douglas and I were not both in agreement to go to counseling. And then we both went to counseling eventually, got an agreement with that, and it was so helpful. And honestly, I dare say it was helpful later on in life because even the the advice we received from the counselors, we didn't implement right away. Yeah. It was one of those things where we still had some maturing to do. Oh, yeah. And so I think it's important to call that fast and and or both <laughs> go to counseling. Yeah, so we agreed on going to counseling. We agreed on the couple who was counseling us. And then we had to agree at some point in time, to do what they recommended us to do yes. in the counseling. And, and if I'll say, don't be as hard-headed as us and wait years <laughs> to do it. If the counselor gives you homework and gives you suggestions, try and implement it right away. Yeah. You don't want to have more troubles than you have to have. Yeah, because we had, how, how does Tony put this? We had quantity of marriage, but not quality. Because at the time, we'd been married 20, 20 years. 20 years. And we were sitting up in counseling. So don't... don't. And if you want to know why, get the book. <laughs> His story. Her story. God's, God's glory. glory. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. So again, again, we, you got to stay in agreement. Getting, I think one of the things the enemy tries so hard to do in marriage, and again, you can look at the statistics is get us out of agreement. Mm-hmm. Because once we don't agree on things, then it's like, well, why are we together? Right. And even if you come out of agreement, you don't have to necessarily get a divorce. If God brought you together the first time, I'm, he's still the same God. He can bring you back together. Right. So I don't see why some people are so quick to bail on marriage and come out of agreement with God. One of the first things you said uh, agreement is unity. It's being in one mind, one accord with God and each other. Some people are so quick to come out of agreement. And so you got to look at why are we, why is the enemy fighting agreement between husband and wife? Because it's powerful. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I was looking at when we were studying this was in Genesis 11 and 1, when they were building the Tower of Babel. And so God was like, hey, I need to go down there and confound their language because the people are one. They're in agreement. So now let's just bring this. That's high level, but let's bring this down to a a micro level or macro level or lower level. Mm -hmm. Another level. (laughs) Another level. (laughs) If, If you and I are speaking the same language and we're in agreement with one, according to the Bible, there's nothing that we put our minds to that we can't accomplish. Exactly. True. As long as we're in agreement and we're saying the same thing. I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's in Genesis 11 and 1. Is, and I, I didn't really, none of this is in our notes. We just 
giving you what God has given us. And so we just want to want to implore you that, you know, you have to be in an agreement. It's so powerful. And that's why the enemy fights us when it comes to marriage. And, you know, to the singles, just be mindful that you're praying, I believe, but you got to know God's word. I thank you for listening to the podcast. I thank you for, you know, for all of the likes and all the mentions that you've given us on social media. But you got to get in God's word so you don't get a a counterfeit of the blessing you're praying about. Right. God's not going to give you somebody who, you know, goes off, that does not line up with his word. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yes. Uh, And the Bible puts it like this in Amos 3 and 3. Can two walk together except they be agreed? And, you know, when when God's word asks a question, it's not because he doesn't know the answer. Basically, that's a rhetorical question. Mm -hmm. You can't. You can't walk together except you be agreed. Um, I'll use this as an example. Douglas and I, we when we walk outside, we'll hold hands and or, you know, when we are at the mall or whatever, we like to hold hands and walk. We do now. Um, yeah, we didn't before. But we're talking about today. Okay. We're talking about today, um, current time frame. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, if we get off step, it's like our steps are not in agreement. Yeah. And I feel off kilter. Yep. And yep. I'll say to Doug, I was like, sure I was like, I can't walk like that. Come on, let's, yep. you know, we got to get in agreement in how cadence. we go walk. Yes. For those of you who are in the military, we have cadence when we walk. <laughs> yes. So um it's it's the same concept. You can't walk together unless, but it's a deeper than just walking, physical walking. It's a spiritual walk. It's an emotional walk if you're not in agreement. And it's so important to have agreement in your marriage because a house divided cannot stand. Yeah. Uh, another scripture I want to read is in Job 22, 21 through 23 in the English Standard Version. It says, agree with God and be at peace, thereby goodwill come to you. Receive instruction from his mouth. Remember, we talked about hearing the voice of the Lord. And lay up his words in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you will be built up. If you remove injustice far from your tents. I'm sorry. My husband's looking at behind the scenes, looking at me like, what? Where'd you just quote that from? You just, that that just came out your head? Because I'm trying to follow your notes. And I'm like, where'd you get that from? Okay. I love you, dear. Okay. So... Anyway, okay. wow. uh, basically, agree with God and be at peace. So it's important to agree with God and be at peace with God. If you don't agree with God, that means you're agreeing with the enemy. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to have peace. Mm-hmm. Peace comes from God. And so the same thing is true with your spouse. If you're in disagreement with God and you're in disagreement with your spouse, you're not going to have peace. And if you're ever wondering why you're frustrated, you're angry, and you're not at peace, examine where that is coming from. Examine where you are not in alignment, you are not in unity, you are not in agreement with your spouse. And specifically wives, 
Your husband is the head of that household, whether he acts like it or not, whether you agree with that or not, you should agree with it. You married him. You took on that responsibility and you need to make sure that you are in line with your husband. Now, that doesn't mean you don't have an opinion. That doesn't mean you don't have any say so, but it means that he has the final say and you're going to have to line up and get agreement with that. And if he's off base, God will deal with him accordingly. You just need to make sure that when you leave this earth, God says to you, well done, thy good and faithful servant. That could be part of the reason why there's, why you're not in agreement with your husband because you don't agree with God that the husband is the head of the house. You mm-hmm. may say, I agree, but your actions are like, nah, right. not, not this joke I'm married to. Right. You You're know. still trying to be in charge. And, <laughs> and even though even the husbands, you, you may not be in agreement that you're the head of the house and you're leaving things to your wife, which you should be taking um, responsibility for. And so. Um, and in that instance, you're both out of order. Yeah. And you're out of order. And God's not going to bless that. He, he just won't. And when you were talking about um, agree with God and be at peace. Maybe that's one of the reasons people are so stressed out now, because they don't agree with God. Whatever it is, God told them. It's like, no, I want to, we want to do what we want to do because the flesh wants to do what the flesh wants to do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, God, know, God knows what's best for us, short term and long term. Exactly. And so when, if we don't agree with God and we want to do what we want to do, how we want to do it, when we want to do it, because we're old enough and we, you know, can vote, we can smoke, we can drink, you know, old, of legal age, that's what I'm trying to say, then you start stressing yourself out because you're trying to bless yourself. You're trying to do everything in your own power, and it's not going to work. And when you do that, you make yourself an idol. Uh-oh. Anytime, anything, anyone, yourself included, that you put above God, you make it that thing an idol. And the Bible is clear And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? Um, This is 2 Corinthians 6 and 16. So I have a note before I finish the rest of that scripture. I submit to you that selfishness is a form of idolatry. Anytime you put your selfish needs, personal needs before God, you have made it an idol. Selah. And the rest of that scripture says, for ye are the temple of the living God, as God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them and I will be their God and they shall be my people. So again, the beginning of that scripture is what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? Make sure that you are in agreement with God to be at peace, that you are not selfishly putting your needs above God's will? Because yes, we have needs and we have wants, but God knows what we need. He, he gave us the standard in his word on how to live our lives, how to live a prosperous, fulfilling, thriving marriage. And if we follow those things and get in agreement with God, then it becomes easier. I didn't say easy. <laughs> it comes easier to get an agreement with our spouse and line up with the will of God. I really don't have more to say than that because most of what we said wasn't in our notes. 
and it was just like straight from heaven. So you giving me the side eye? Man, we man, agree. Manna from heaven. I'm shaking my head because I was thinking, do I have any more downloads from heaven or any high, holy highlights that I need to bring out in this discussion? But I think whatever the Lord gives us, we could table for the next podcast. Thank you and have a blessed, favor-filled week. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.